0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are Uh, Welcome to another edition of Culture Class Podcast uh, The podcast where we get to talk to different people with interesting backgrounds And get to find out a bit about other cultures in a casual and fun way Uh, My name is Nusayari and today I have yet another guest uh, Jess, Jessica Daniels, Mm -hmm. welcome to the podcast
1: Oh, thank you for having me
0: How are you doing? How's your day going so far?
1: It's going good
0: Yours is? yeah 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 i mean it's been a bit lazy for me since uh graduating a few days ago i've just been like trying to sleep for 10 hours but i i'm not able to <laughs> finals messes everything up yeah yeah i mean even before finals i can't remember the last time i slept for like 10 hours like I, i've just been trying to i've done like eight yeah but i i, I can't seem to crack 10 i don't know <laughs> it's just too long <laughs> but it's all good <laughs> How long do you sleep at night? Which is a weird question, but...
1: I mean, generally, I try and get eight, but usually I don't succeed.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. So um, Jessica and I met at a class uh, here on campus. Um, you know, I, most of my guests on the podcast have come from within the AU community. And now that I'm graduating, I'm starting to like expand, reach out to more people. And, you know, when you go out there into the real world, it's more difficult to like get guests. So you're going to be probably the last person from AU. I feel so, I feel so
1: loved.
0: Hey. <laughs> so, um, Jess, uh, Jessica, uh, tell us how you grew up. Um, where did you grow up? Maybe we can start from there.
1: So I grew up in North Carolina in a suburb of Greensboro, mm-hmm. so I grew up in a very religious family, then transitioned into college on a swimming scholarship, and oh. then after that transitioned up here to AU, and I mean, that's really how I how I grew up.
0: Gotcha. That's a short version, right?
1: Yeah, that's a very short version. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so let me try and unpack a few things in that statement. Greensboro, I thought Greensboro was in Georgia somewhere, or oh, different states have. Greensboro.
1: I think different states have a Greensboro title, so Greensboro is sort of the the most notable city. But I grew up in Jamestown, which is kind of in between Greensboro, High Point, and Winston-Salem. So in the triad.
0: In the triad. Yeah. Wait, Greensboro is the most notable city in North Carolina.
1: It's the most notable city that's closest to where I grew up.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. What What city is UNC? Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. Got yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> a big city, also.
1: Oh, yes, really? that's a that's a big city. It's a it's a college town.
0: Gotcha. So and uh when you say go to school on a swimming scholarship, like a full scholarship for undergrad?
1: Not quite, but pretty close.
0: Oh cool. So you're a good swimmer, huh? Yeah, that's
1: what that's what they tell me.
0: Oh you are a good swimmer.
1: I I mean I was. I don't don't really swim too much anymore. Kinda of school got in the way moving gotcha. up here, but
0: I mean, well, a scholarship, that's impressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm super thankful for it. So it, I mean, it paid for my school and really made me have the money set aside to come up to AU, so.
0: Wow. So how did you get into swimming? Was it your parents or it just developed from like after school programs and just went from there?
1: Well, I'm the youngest, so I sort of followed suit with my brother who swam as well, but then sort of decided he wanted to play soccer all the time. Okay. Okay. So that was sort of how I got into swimming. I would just, my parents needed something to do with me too.
0: Gotcha. Oh, they <laughs> they just, needed to keep you busy, right?
1: Yeah, they needed to keep me busy.
0: So swimming was an option. Yeah. So um, I, I have a friend who also swam for a little bit, Molly, uh, who I had on the podcast a few episodes ago. Uh, but remind me, um, swimming, uh, what kind of races are there in swimming exactly? Um, I don't know, the freestyle, I think that's the only one I know.
1: So there's four different there's four different strokes and then a individual medley relay or individual medley so butterfly backstroke breaststroke and freestyle and then IM so I went to school on a scholarship to swim pretty much both of the butterfly events and the IM.
0: What so, what's IM?
1: So it's all four strokes so it's butterfly backstroke breaststroke and freestyle.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And how 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 long does an average race take? Cause you go end to end. How many times? It depends on the length of the race. It could take 30 seconds. It could take five minutes or more. Swimming for five minutes yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a lot of endurance.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I can swim. Um, I, I like to believe that if I was on the Titanic, I probably would have survived. But I needed to get to a raft in like two minutes or else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, swimming is cool. But, you know, when when you have those endurance swims, swimming for a long time, that's when it starts to become a little bit tricky
1: Yeah.
0: or difficult. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, so Greensboro swimming scholarship, and you touched on growing up in a religious family. Um, what do you mean exactly? Uh, what kind of religion was your family? or uh, Is your family?
1: Um, so we grew up. We grew up Christian. We grew up Presbyterian. Mm-hmm. So we had a very strict. We, I lived in a very strict household. You know, I I was I grew up sort of your your good your goody two shoes kid. Gotcha.
0: So. Welcome to the club.
1: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So my parents were very strict
0: on, they had to know exactly what I was doing, they had to know who I was with. Gotcha. so Yeah, I mean, I I kind of like, I wouldn't say exactly the same way growing up, because growing up, when my mom and my dad met, um, they were non-Christians in quotes. So mm-hmm. I'm from Nigeria, and everyone is pretty much... Christian or pretends to be Christian at one point, uh, although we have a predominant uh, Islamic uh, population also. Uh, But growing up, the first few years of my life uh, both my parents were not really really Christians, but along the line somewhere along the line, my my mom got really serious in the protesting faith and like she became a very hard Christian and my dad was in the military and he wasn't really a Christian so it was always that divide between like one well, mom dad would say oh you don't really have to go to church or mom would say you, know, you have to be in church three times a week mm-hmm. that kind of thing did you experience anything like that not necessarily within the family but maybe amongst friends like having those kinds of um, I don't know between friends or something that hey you know oh, you, you want for, to fit in for two friends or but you still don't want to like you know ostracize your faith that kind of thing
1: so I mean I definitely grew up in in the situation where both my parents said you have to be in church all the time
0: gotcha (laughs) okay that made it easier
1: yeah but I also went to a public school so I was never really open about my faith because I was at a public school where it was just really frowned upon
0: gotcha wait wait frowned upon
1: yeah because the whole, the whole idea of, you know, separation of church and
0: state. Church and state, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So, That's another issue, uh, I guess, uh, here in the U.S. Um, let me take it back to uh, where you grew up in Greensboro. What were some of the pleasant memories you could remember, like, growing up, as, particularly in that town uh, of Greensboro in North Carolina? So,
1: we had lots of land, so mm-hmm. we had a tire swing, and that... Oh. And that was on a big tree. So when I was a little kid, really just running outside in the grass and playing on the tire swing. That's really the best memory I have of growing up as a little kid.
0: Oh, cool, cool. Lots of land. So how how does that fit into where you're living now in Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> it it doesn't. Where there's no parking. <laughs> where there's
1: no parking, and I walk everywhere, and I and I don't have my car. Yeah, it do- it doesn't really fit. I mean, I had a I had a huge a huge culture shock when I went up here mm. because I had never taken public transit. I had, never? Never. I had only been in an Uber I think once, and that was on a tri- on a travel trip when I was out in California. Okay. Um I had no idea what a metro even was.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And I was and I had never walked into a Whole Foods and I hadn't Always had to, I was not used to the idea of having to carry my groceries 10 minutes
0: down the walk. Gotcha. Oh, you in North Carolina, you put your groceries right into your car, in the parking lot, and you, you move out. Yep. Gotcha. And,
1: I, and had never even been in
0: a Whole Foods before moving up here. Wait, what stores do you have down there? Um, Walmart, I guess?
1: Walmart Walmart and Foodline were the Food Foodline. Yeah, those were the two grocery stores that I went went in
0: all the time for groceries yeah. and Aldi. <laughs> oh Aldi, yeah perfect i mean uh, that's another thing you know coming to u.s for the first time myself for grad school i mean i'd come to visit um, maybe once before mm. but coming here for grad school that's something i noticed like going to different cities like unlike most countries where most of the brands are like homogenous like everywhere you go you see you know i don't know like my brother came up here for graduation and i told him hey let's go to the Safeway," and i was like why are we going to a gas station Because the Safeway in Chicago is mostly like gas stations And you have specific stores That are popular in some states And not really in other states And it's just sort of like A bit fragmented but in a way Some brands still cut across but a specific brand might be more popular in each state Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: and different. And like you said, you know, coming here, means of transportation, because I know that, you know, in some states you have to have a car because it's just so big. And, you know, coming to cities like D.C. where you have to like metro and public transportation, it it can be uh, somewhat of a culture shock. But when was the first time you left um, North Carolina either to go visit um, I know you moved out to DC. That was the first time you moved out to come and live somewhere right. else. But what was the first time you went to like visit or just moved out of state?
1: When I moved up here to go for school. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I came up to do a grad school interview, and that was. In, but I had never lived out of the state, or okay. really out of two counties in North Carolina before I moved up here.
0: Okay, but you mentioned you visited California one time, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how long was that?
1: So I visited California for five days. Okay. So I went with a business fraternity that I was a member of in undergrad. So we went out to the national conference out in California. So that was the first time I'd ever been to
0: the West Coast. What fraternity? So,
1: so it's, called, it's called Phi Beta Lambda. So, Sorry, you know,
0: say that one more time?
1: Phi Beta Lambda. Okay. So uh, PBL – uh, they have a high school version known as FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America. Okay. And their national conference was in Anaheim, California, two, two summers ago. And that was the first time I'd ever really traveled out of the state for a really extended period of time. I mean, I went to Germany once, but that that was the first time I'd ever traveled out of the state in, in the United States.
0: Gotcha. So, gotcha. And how, how long ago was that? The, that was two years ago. Oh, okay. So up until like two years ago, you had only like, besides the Germany trip.
1: Right.
0: You had literally been in North Carolina yeah. all the time. Uh, but besides the public transit and uh, let's just say the things that were obvious, like physically, was mm-hmm. there anything like culturally that was different uh, in D.C. or California or Germany?
1: So when up here in D.C., I kind of see it as the, the meshing between the North and the South. Okay. So... People up here, you will see, you'll find them very not a, not as friendly as you find down south. Walking around, you you would never talk just talk to someone about it you, or ask them for directions.
0: No southern hospitality here. Huh? Yeah,
1: there's no southern hospitality here. <laughs> gotcha. So people would, I mean, I would at first I was walking around with no music in, and I would get stopped by homeless people all the time asking for money. Mm. And that was a big culture shock for me too, because I never really had that happen to me before.
0: Wait, no homeless people down south?
1: There's homeless people down south, but just I had I had never really been, I never seen it in this capacity. Gotcha. If that makes
0: sense. Gotcha. So. Maybe because you were in a car all the time.
1: Yeah, because probably because I was in a car all the time. So and I never I never really paid attention to that kind of thing.
0: What about Germany?
1: So Germany. I think Germany was very similar to Washington. You know, we really? went, yeah, we walked everywhere. It was a bigger city. Um, there were sh- shops on every corner. I went up to visit our family friend who lives over there, and it was a lot. Of, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I just the whole idea of traveling with a time change was hit me really hard. Yeah, so, I know, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I have a story I can relate to that. Um, when I was, I think I was on like on the Greyhound bus from like. Chicago to DC or something like 20 hours, it was excruciating. Yeah. And I was supposed to arrive at 8 p.m. or something like that. And we were like five hours into the journey, and my watch was like 5 p.m. I was like, oh, okay, we had three hours out. So, but. That was what my watch was saying. When I checked my phone, like, my phone time adjusted back to, like, 12 noon or something. I was like, wait, what the hell is going on?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it was just adjusting. And, you know, time difference is is always a thing. Uh, You know who else was born in Germany, by the way? Who's from North Carolina? I don't know if you listen to hip-hop music, but J. Cole...
1: No, oh, no idea. Yeah,
0: it was. I think was born on a military base in Germany, mm-hmm. somewhere. Uh, Boy is from uh, Fayetteville, I think. Oh yeah,
1: Fayetteville.
0: Yeah, Fayetteville. Yeah, yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, I, I know that because he has a very popular album, um, Forest Who or something where he talks about like a whole bunch of references growing up and stuff. What kind of music do you listen to?
1: I'm i I'm a secretly a hip hop rap fan.
0: Really? Yeah. That's well, no longer a secret now you have it on the podcast, I guess.
1: I guess. <laughs>
0: okay, what kinda of, what kind of rap do you listen to? Who you listen to?
1: I'm really into Lil Wayne.
0: Really? Wait, wait. I have to I have to know which version of Lil Wayne. Is it the pre Carter three, post Carter three? Like which Lil Wayne?
1: Probably more Pre
0: Carter Three. Yeah, perfect. Nice choice. <laughs> you have a favorite song?
1: Um, no, I'm just really an overall fan. But that was my my parents never really understood why I was a rap fan.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> oh, but but we have Christian hip hop though, right? You're right. Um, what's his name? Um, all I see is you... Yeah, I know, I know,
1: yeah. I know, uh, Lecrae.
0: Lecrae, Lecrae yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's one. And Kirk, to school, and a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. But was that something you had to do, like, with your headphones at home, or you are just, like, blasting in your
1: room? Oh, 100%, 100%. Like,
0: I, blasting your room? Oh,
1: no, just with headphones. Gotcha. Yeah, my parents really had... <laughs> sometimes they would get out, but they really had no idea.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, maybe you could make the argument to them that hey, mom, dad, this is art, this is actually like poetry, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Who else do you listen to?
1: Um, I, hmm, I'm really into Lupe Fiasco too. Um, and I also really like Kesha, so
0: <laughs> Kesha, the singer,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, Where, where's Kesha? It's been a long time, I heard.
1: Yeah, I'm more into the, the quote unquote rap classics, I guess, or even though people would probably say Kesha isn't really rap,
0: but Yeah, yeah. I mean rap classics, are you going all the way back to the eighties or not that far. Mid mid two thousands, late two thousands. I would
1: say probably early to mid two thousands.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, hey, I enjoy good music myself. Uh, <laughs> you know, hip hop, uh, obviously, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Have you ever listened to uh, music out of the U.S.? Um, have you had any friends that introduced you to uh, music out of the U.S.?
1: I actually have a friend that I met in undergrad who is from Poland that mm. tried to get me that tried to get me into Polish music. But I mean, and I really did like it, but. I couldn't understand it, so the, I just I really liked more of the the back the backbeats of it. Yeah. So, but I couldn't I couldn't even tell you who it was
0: or because I what they were saying what the word saying because it was all written in Polish. Polish. So, mm-hmm. so lyrics is very important to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. In that case, why do you listen to Kesha? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Oh, but lyrics for lyrics, that's how I know you're a true rap fan because lyrics is very important to you. Yeah. If I tell you to like spit six bars or four bars or eight bars right now, would you be able to from your favorite song?
1: Uh no. <laughs> And I, my brain is still filled with a bunch of information from finals that I'm trying to
0: lose Hey, 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 hey. it's been like a week, man Well, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha um, I should probably introduce you to Afrobeats uh, But maybe after the episode or something, I can send you a couple of songs Yeah um, Have you listened to any music from Africa?
1: No not
0: really, to be honest. Yeah, I should probably introduce you to Afrobeats. Uh, I don't know what the biggest artists are. Um, maybe after this episode, I'll just send you some YouTube videos and stuff. Uh, you should probably um, look into Burna Boy. Uh, since you're a fan of rap, uh, or a South African rapper called Nasty C, Mm-hmm. Uh, he raps like uh, I don't know, he kind of raps like Maybe Travis Scott, I
1: guess ah, okay. so,
0: Something some like that fact. Yeah. So that, that might be something you might like And mm-hmm. a whole bunch of new wing uh, Influences also, mm-hmm. so that might be cool <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what, what made you choose uh, Washington, D.C.? Um, I mean, you grew up, I don't know 60, 70, 80% of the time in North Carolina uh, You grew up in two counties um, Went to undergrad in NC What made you come to the east coast why not the west why not anywhere else
1: because i have i have family here i have a cousin who lives in downtown okay. so that made me feel more comfortable coming up here and then really with au i didn't want an mba at the time, I just wanted a, a master's degree, and this was the only program that I could find on the East Coast that had a general marketing
0: degree. Gotcha. Um, so I'm sensing a bit of a—I'm uh, trying to connect the dots here. So when you went to Germany, it was for a family friend. Yes. Uh, you came to AU because you had a family friend also.
1: Yeah, my cousin.
0: Your cousin mm-hmm. here, and uh, you went to California with your fraternity. Have you ever ventured or thought about going somewhere where you don't know anyone? Just like, hmm, I think I want to go to Brazil or something. <laughs> oh, let's keep it within the U.S. I think I want to go to Nashville or somewhere and just like explore and, you know, just venture off.
1: I mean, that's kind of what I did here, to be mm-hmm. honest. So even though my cousin was around, he's thirty, he's 25 minutes away. Okay. So this was, this was me kind of wanting to just explore and get out. Within reason, I guess.
0: Gotcha. So, gotcha. And, like.
1: and and on somebody else's dime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Are there any dream places you like to visit or know more about? Kind of like maybe in the future. I mean... Countries or states or whatever.
1: You already mentioned Nashville. So mm. I kind of want to see what the, I guess, the middle of the United States is like. Maybe go back to France. So I want... Saw France, but never actually went in over, but I studied French in undergrad, so okay. it would be interesting to see France. My parents have been, but they left me here. <laughs> I, had to, I, I had to watch the cat.
0: Oh, that was recent.
1: Um, It was five years ago, but it still stung a little.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I mean, hey, you can always go, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> well, it's all good. Well, yeah, Nashville is pretty cool. Music country. Uh, I was in Nashville last year for, like, two days or something. Someone else is dying also. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I went there for a competition. I got to see the Grammy Museum and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. It's
0: a really music-oriented town. Like, everyone's walking around with guitars for some reason. I don't know why.
1: Mm. Like, even at
0: the airport, like, (laughs) some of the staff, like, have guitars behind them. Like, you know that they are leaving their jobs to go play a gig somewhere. Yeah. So it's just... That, that's a good choice, France. France will also be cool, I guess, like, especially if it's Paris or something. Yeah. So, yeah, that will be... So, but what do you want to do, like, after grad school? What do you see yourself doing, like, professionally and stuff like that?
1: So, really anything marketing and communications related. So, I mean, that's what my master's is in. So, that's kind of the path that I'm hoping to go. So, been doing some job interviews and seeing... seeing seeing what path is in front of
0: me, so. Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. I mean, sometimes going to grad school, um, like, you don't always, sometimes, you know, you don't always figure it out, right, in grad school, but it's still a good experience, you know, to get to try a lot of things and meet a lot of people and, you know, just wiggle your way through into what fits, you know, Mm -hmm. as long as it makes you happy, you know, in the long run yeah yeah but talking about fraternities how, how were you introduced to that because uh, that'll be something I really want to touch on because it means something entirely different where I come from but I just want to hear your story like how were you introduced to fraternity? was it from high school or when you got to college or so
1: it really wasn't until my junior year of of college mm-hmm. and it's it wasn't a fraternity in the traditional sense of you would go and party and drink it was a fraternity in the sense of you know you're trying to better yourself and advance forward so i know i did in my school for undergrad it was really small it was 1500 kids and so we didn't have the traditional fraternities and the terms that most people would think
0: of gotcha so no like hazy no nothing like that Mm -hmm. gotcha okay that's cool i guess that's good i mean most some fraternities here like have um uh, so I live in Georgetown, and some houses, like, around, are like, owned by fraternity, like, fraternity, frat houses, I guess. This yeah. is what's called. And, uh, yeah, sometimes, like, they party all night and, like, loud music. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, and once, like, the police came to knock on my door, like, hey, um, did you notice any, like, loud music coming from, like, next door or something? i like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they want to rain on someone else's parade. But, yeah. But it's kind of interesting because um, – Where I come from um, in in Nigeria, we have something called confraternities, and it's it's kind of like, it started off kind of like fraternities, right? So uh, people coming together uh, in the 50s, uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, something like that, and, hey, you know, better each other, you know, interact, uh, help each other professionally, that kind of stuff. But in some universities now, like, some fraternities and confraternities have actually been banned because the fact that you say, yeah, you know, fraternity or confraternity and you have all these signs and symbols, it almost seems like you're in a gang. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, yeah, and some of those fraternities and confraternities actually get involved in a lot of messy stuff, like back home. So you kind of, like, have this conflict for Nigerians who come here, and tell their parents hey I want to join this fraternity. Like it's almost like their parents say, What the hell? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they liken fraternities to that kind of stuff, not necessarily like the way you have it here. So it's just interesting to see how two different cultures embraces uh, an idea such like fraternities and you know. It means totally different things.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people see fraternities and just think of, you know, the gang and the partying. But, I mean, it has a whole different meaning to to some people. It really just depends on that
0: organization. Yeah, correct. Also, just touch on music for a little bit. Uh, Have you heard of Rhapsody? Rhapsody? Yeah, have you listened to Rhapsody?
1: Yeah, I mean, not in a really long time because now I just use Spotify, but... Gotcha. I heard
0: of Rhapsody, yeah. Gotcha. None now that you mentioned Spotify, I'm sorry. I need to apologize to my listeners. I promise to get I promise to get this podcast up on Spotify. I haven't done that yet. But hopefully really soon. Don't worry, I have Jess now, so she'll probably help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's a marketing major, right? I mean, this is what you do. Do you have a yeah, Spotify plug yes. for me, Jess? <laughs> what? Do you have a Spotify plug for me?
1: I mean, I... I like Spotify, And I also, I have the version, you know, with a student where you can get Spotify and Hulu for, I think it's like five, six bucks a month. Yeah. So that's what made me want to switch to
0: Spotify. Oh, yeah. But these streaming services sometimes is, tr- is tricky, right? Because I have Netflix. And sometimes I don't watch something but it's on Hulu. And sometimes I don't watch something but it's on, I don't know, what, Amazon. And now Disney is coming up with their own stuff. Like, right. It's just so much, man. I don't know.
1: I think Hulu is kind of that perfect medium because you get to see original content and you get to see things that are out on TV at the moment.
0: Yeah, I guess. Maybe I should switch to Hulu. might not have anything to do with the fact that I'm sharing an Netflix password, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: It's okay. I share a Hulu password. Yeah, I, sh- I, share-, I share it with my boyfriend, so...
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And if you don't mind me talking about um, relationships for a second, sure. just there. So it's your boyfriend also in D.C.?
1: No, he's in North Carolina.
0: Oh, okay. Long distance. How's that going so far?
1: It, it's been hard, but we've, you know, made it through, essentially. I only have a, another month, six weeks left here. And then going back to North Carolina, probably.
0: Oh, so you actually want to move back to NC after grad school?
1: I mean, I'm open to the idea of maybe staying here just because there's a lot of opportunities, but I'm pretty sure going back to North Carolina is in the cards for me.
0: Yeah, like pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, pretty, pretty sure. (laughs) Okay, Okay. like uh, how many marketing opportunities? I guess you can do marketing from anywhere, I guess.
1: Yeah, you can do marketing from anywhere. So I have a few, three really solid opportunities in North Carolina. So just waiting on trying to play the game and see what comes through, you know? And then still working on some stuff here, util- utilizing some connections that I've made while I've been here. Just because there's a lot, there's a lot of opportunities here.
0: Gotcha. Sure. So. If I go to North Carolina for the first time, what what would you advise me to do? Like, where would you advise me to go? I've, are there any sites?
1: There, there are a bunch of sites. I think you should definitely go down to Charlotte, which is right at the border between North and South Carolina. Mm. So you can get that sort of big city feel, but with a lot smaller of a population than D.C. Gotcha. I mean, they just installed a a light rail in Charlotte that actually really gives it that city feel.
0: Wait, they just installed a light rail?
1: Yeah, I think it opened maybe six months ago, for real. Oh,
0: okay. So there's actually like no metro, no metro. There's no metro. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm just picturing you right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the biggest, I think that's the biggest city in North Carolina
0: would be Charlotte. So Yeah, Charlotte. I thought that was in South Carolina for some reason. But you mentioned it's on the border, right? Yeah, it's right on the border. Gotcha. Charlemagne, that's another person from South Carolina, I guess. Uh, okay. He's he's a hip-hop radio DJ and a podcast host I listen ah. to yeah from time to time yeah it can pre- it can be pretty annoying, but he's been doing it for a long time,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: so yeah, do you have any hobbies um outside swimming, I guess
1: I mean really really anything active, so I like to run. I also um have gotten really into photography and videography with my job, so that's been another really good hobby of mine as well
0: oh, okay, um running hiking, that kind of stuff, photography, oh, yeah. that's cool, that's cool. Maybe you should have something on the side, maybe making videos, sports videos or something. I don't know. Just like, hey, we live in this world now where everyone is kind of like their own individual media company.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, which is kind of good and bad because in the sense that, you know, you can get to, like, put your stuff out there and kind of, like, have this community of like-minded people who are interested in stuff you're interested in. Yeah. But at the same time, like, just gives people access just to whatever they want out there and makes the whole thing, like, completely sense, so yeah anyway oh really cool really cool so it's really been great talking to you I like to teach my guests something called pigeon English oh goodness okay yeah <laughs> you know what that is no yeah it's it's not much it's it's a language it's kind of like English but it's English with a twist okay yeah, it's spoken like in the West Indies uh, parts of West Africa Central Africa uh, on the islands so it's kind of like which is like Jamaican English, yeah. but it's kinda like pigeon English. So tell me something in French and let me translate it to Pidgin English. Uh
1: it has been so long. Um uh, I'm trying to think of what I would say.
0: Je m'appelle uh, Nosa.
1: That well you just said it.
0: Okay. Je you My name t- is Nosa.
1: Tu Nosa. To us. Yeah,
0: to S. To S. Nosa. So was i mean? You are Nosa. You are Nosa. Yeah. Okay. So if I want to say you are Jess, it's na, you, be, Jess.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's so the U there is English. Yeah. B is English. Yeah. Uh, na is an English, but it's kind of like a twist. So na, you, be, Jess. That's, it's you. It literally translates that. It's you are Jess. Yeah. It is you that is Jess, not you be Jess. Mhm. That kind of thing. So, yeah. But the easiest stuff to learn is how far. That's kind of like a greeting. So if I meet you, i will like, how far, Jess? Mm. Yeah. How how far, enough, sir. Yeah, I did That's like, I'm good <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's the easiest thing to do So if you find yourself, um, I don't know Exploring West or Central Africa Or the islands or something, somewhere It yeah. uh, just like, depends on where you are But like how far is like a common Like reading, you meet anyone For the first time, or in a long time How far, like hey, I did, I'm good mm-hmm. That kind of thing Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you, you stopped, but you had, um, you studied French uh, As a minor, right?
1: Uh, not quite a minor Didn't really have time to finish it But it fulfilled the foreign language requirement
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha uh, Are there any other languages that intrigue
1: you? I mean, I think maybe Spanish uh, Spanish I feel like is becoming such a universal language True
0: So True I mean, French, Spanish, yeah, language But everyone seems to be learning uh, Mandarin now True Yeah, because uh, China's taking over mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> but either way, yeah, yeah, China is uh, is is not um, a country that's gonna be ignored for too long. Cause uh, probably making everything, probably making everything on they made everything on this table. Probably my laptop, my microphones, probably mm-hmm. you know, everything here. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So this is culture class, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to get a sense of your background, like where you grew up, what you're interested in. Um, Have you had, like, interactions with, like, other cultures before? Um, Is there, like, a story you want to share of the first time you interacted with, I don't know, a friend from, I don't know, Germany or somewhere Mm -hmm. else that you just thought, huh, that's unique. That's not something I kind of knew growing up. Uh, Maybe you can share something with us in that regard.
1: So even though I went to school in North Carolina, I did meet some people from different countries through swimming because we had a lot of people who were from – I have a friend from Poland. I have a friend from Sweden, and sort of different countries. But I had never really met anyone that was from different parts of the United States. Mm -hmm. And so, really, it wasn't until I came up to AU that I met people from Boston. I met someone someone from New Jersey. I met someone from Kansas, and so and it was really interesting because we I was riding with one of my friends who has a car. And she was pulling over to get gas, and she doesn't. She didn't know how to pump her own gas because in New Jersey they don't they don't let you pump your own gas. And so, I mean, for me who had to drive, you know, 25 minutes to get to school, I would drive 30, 15 minutes outside of where I went to undergrad and see only farmland. So that was just a really interesting thing for me about how another. S- Another state and another culture really took this simple task of, you know, pumping gas gas. and to get around and just how they took care of their people in that regard.
0: Gotcha. It's interesting you said that because I also have like kind of like a traffic related <laughs> 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 culture shock when I came to the U.S. for the first time. So you know how when the light turns green uh, for you to walk and once you're on the strip like the light turns green but if you're in the car you still have to wait for the pedestrians to walk across mm-hmm. before you go even though the light is green. Right. So where I, where I come from like red means red green means green you know. So once it's red like that means the cars stop and the pedestrians go. Once the light turns green, then all pedestrians, like, it turns red for pedestrians. So no pedestrian is supposed to, like, walk across. And the the cars, like, drive across. So, you know, mm-hmm. seeing that the light turned green, I was in Chicago, and the pedestrian uh, light was saying you could walk. Off. So I was like, but it's green. Like, you want me mm-hmm. to get hit by a car? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. So just a little bit of, like, nuances like that are just what makes it kind of, like, interesting. Uh, but yeah, but it's it's really interesting, like you said, you know, being part of the swimming team, um, using that as an avenue to meet, uh, interact with other cultures. And I'm sure um, after this podcast drops, uh, you probably have a bunch of people who are into hip hop also <laughs> reaching out to you <laughs> if that's something you're interested in. But yeah, um, we get to learn from one another and just experiencing um, other cultures. And the meal makes so much sense when the ingredients are from a variety of places, right? Right. So yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for uh taking out time to come speak with us today, uh telling us about your experiences in North Carolina. Is there anything you want to like say before we stop the podcast? I mean, do you want to give out your social media? Do you want to, I don't know, shout out people you might know? Or, I don't know, <laughs> just put something out there where we can come back in 5 years time and say, "Yeah, she said she wanted to do this." And, "Yeah, she's done it now or something."
1: Um I don't really use social media a whole lot, so um, just because of, I guess, privacy. You know, I just it's just not my thing. You mm. can find you can find me on LinkedIn. That's one of the things that I use the most often. And yeah, I spoken
0: like a true graders too. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I and I check it the most, so you can connect connect with me on LinkedIn.
0: Gotcha. So thank you very much, Jess Daniel, for joining us today. Uh, it's been Culture Class podcast. Please follow us on social media. We do use social media. But yeah, follow us on social media. It's Culture Class Podcast on Instagram, Culture Class Podcast on Facebook, Culture Class Pod on Twitter. And yeah, send us an email. It's cultureclasspodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Uh, With Jesse's help, we'll be getting this podcast up to Spotify. Yeah, but right now you can find us Find us on iTunes And SoundCloud Spotify coming really soon I'm trying to see how we can um, So we have a YouTube channel right now But it's all audio I'm trying to see how we can get Like some videos up So maybe Jess will come come up <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of things to do Jess so. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be seeing more of you, and uh, whenever we call upon you, hope you you know grace us with your presence again and tell us about the wonderful places you've been and all the cultures you've interacted with.
1: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Of course, have a great day, guys.